Today, the confusion surrounding the 10-year-old abortion story deepens. Experts on women can't actually define the term woman to Congress, and AOC admits Capitol Police actually opened the doors on January 6th. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and uh, we've got a pretty explosive show for you today. We've got Eric July, Blaze TV contributor, and of course, the owner uh -huh. of Ripaverse Publishing, which oh, has man. been like killing it uh, the last couple days. Yeah. How much have you raised now? Uh, the first book went out Monday, and it's already been at, uh, we're almost at 1.6 million. Million dollars? Yeah. What the yeah, I did. And this is like uh, exceeded your expectations, oh, right? We went in like the campaign goal that we had for the pre-order was a hundred hundred thousand. Yeah. Just a cool 1.6 million instead. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is amazing. Yeah. We're really, really proud For of you. For sure, and I, and I appreciate everybody. It's been a combination of a lot of different communities, you know, that have yeah. really kind of band together and supported this project. And now we just got to get to work. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. I love it. I love but it. It's I love an incredible. It. Start setting up the whole universe. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So also joined. This is uh, his first time, but hopefully not his last time on the program. Royce White, who is a Minnesota congressional candidate. This is District Five. Is it District Five? Yes. More importantly, though, you don't care about the number. What you care about is that he is running against Ilan Omar. Right. Which is a big deal. Thanks for having me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It. We're happy to have you. you. Uh, we are also joined, of course, by Yaku Bullions, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line. Um, so, uh, gentlemen, I want to first get to this story that just keeps getting weirder, which is the uh, story of first we heard from Democrat lawmakers, including Joe Biden himself, that supposedly there was this 10-year-old who had to cross state lines uh, out of Ohio into Indiana to get an abortion because Ohio's laws were just so horrible and we we're supposed to feel very, very sorry for this 10-year-old that she had to drive all that way. How traumatic for her to drive into Indiana to get this abortion, and that was all that they wanted to focus on, right? So. People, uh, I, I guess they, you would call them conservative, certain independent journalists, namely Megan Fox, uh, who I have great, great respect and admiration for over at PJ Media, um, did a little bit of digging because she noticed mm -hmm. there's no sources, right? There's one person who's saying it. There's an abortionist in Indiana. There's nothing else. There's no, uh, there's no arrest being made. There's no uh, police report that was filed. There's no other evidence to suggest that this actually happened. And after she started asking questions, we then heard all of a sudden, randomly, um, that there was an arrest that was made in a rape case uh, with a ten surrounding a 10-year-old, that there had been no other, any information on before that arrest had been made just the other day after the case blew up. And even the Ohio Attorney General said, I have asked and I have not heard about any of this happening, right? So a little peculiar. I'm not here to say it didn't happen. What I'm here to say is it just it's not sourced, right? That's all I'm here to say. So when we learned about this arrest that was made, what we learned was that this is a Gerson Fuentes. This is a 27-year-old illegal immigrant who has been charged with impregnating a 10-year-old Ohio girl. Uh, and then this is what they claim that she traveled to Indiana to get the abortion, which still doesn't quite make sense because with the law in Ohio, it still would allow uh, an exception for the mother's life or health 
in which obviously a 10 year old would that that would have been an exception because a 10 year old cannot uh, conceivably carry a child up until the point of birth. So uh, this is they say now Columbus police were made aware of the girl's pregnancy through a referral by Franklin County Children's Services that was made by her mother on June 22nd, June 22nd. Today is July 14th, and I believe it was what July 12th that he finally was actually arrested. Um, and uh, June 30th, the girl underwent a medical abortion in Indianapolis, they said, and he does not speak English. He needed a translator. He is a Guatemalan national who has been in the United States for seven years, and uh, his bond was set to $2 million. Um, but it just, it's still, it gets a little bit, uh, it gets a little bit weirder because this is from uh, Mia Cathell of Town Hall, who tweeted that uh, the, let's see, Ohio authorities suspect that Fuentes is concealing his true identity. Uh, he's an illegal immigrant who's been living in the Columbus area for years using his, uh, let's see, we have no legal documents to ascertain who he may actually be. Mm. Um, kind of a big deal. This says all public records requests for the rape report have been denied by Columbus police because it was initiated by, quote, a mandated reporter, end quote, and is not a public record. No other records will be released from this investigation until the Fuentes case is adjudicated. Uh, also a little bit weird. Uh, by the way, Megan Fox, who I mentioned earlier, all of her FOIA requests to Columbus police have been completely ignored by Columbus police. And then, of course, it gets weirder because uh, Telemundo reporter Maria Vargas uh, Peon went to speak to the woman who identified herself, was living at the residence, identified herself as the 10-year-old's mother, and she actually defends the suspect. So this is in Spanish, so I'm gonna, I'll read it, I'll read the transcript for those of you who are listening on podcast, but here is that exchange. So the reporter's asking, did the girl live here as well? The mother says, yes, but she's fine. Everything that they're saying against him is a lie. The reporter says, okay, and the child, are you related to her or her mother? She said, she's my daughter. The woman who refused to provide her name and who concealed her face states that she has not filed charges against 27-year-old Gerson Fuentes, who is charged with rape. Per the authorities, he confessed to having vaginal contact on at least two occasions with the girl who recently turned 10. Therefore, it is estimated that she may have been nine years old when she was raped and then became pregnant. There's a lot to unravel with this story. Um, and Yaku, I'm going to go to you first because of the work that you do in uh, the fighting against sex trafficking community. But it just blows my mind that the left would take this story mm -hmm. and turn it into a story about abortion when, to me, you look at the story and you're like, an illegal immigrant raped a 10-year-old and the mother, I... I don't know if I were to guess, I would guess is probably also illegal, which is why she's afraid to say anything or do anything or talk to anybody and covering for him. And now we're supposed to talk about abortion rather than the fact that an illegal immigrant is in the country raping a 10 year old. Yeah, look, man, I can take the whole hour on this subject matter. And, and unfortunately, it's very prevalent. This is one case that the public hear about. We hear about this every single day across this country. And unfortunately, a lot by illegals. Here's why I would tell you the mom is concealing her identity. She's probably either a part of or being indoctrinated and victimized herself. Mm -hmm. He isn't illegal. These things don't just happen. The fastest form of sex trafficking happening is what's called familial. It is fathers and mothers raping and selling kids, right, for sex. It, <clears throat> it is despicable that the president of the United States 
would take the harm of a child in a time to throw a stone at Roe and Roe v. Wade and Roe falling to all of a sudden say, hey, see, this is why we need, you know, it's despicable. It's, it, it, it is a disgrace to our country. There's so much to unpack here, right? This is the mom's boyfriend, I believe. Um, the pregnancy, the rape, he's charged on rape. He's done it before. They'll do it again. It happens every single day in American culture. And I personally think the mom's complicit. Personally, from what we know in sex trafficking. I mean, she just said she's, she uh, didn't do it. When a, mother, when a mother defends the perpetrator mm-hmm. or a woman goes on a witness stand after an NFL player bounces her head off of the side of a, a hot, you know, hotel mm-hmm. room, it's because there's threat. There's forced fraud coercion. Yeah. So the mom's being forced probably by cartel or she's complicit. And that 10-year-old to that couple is literally a sex object. Mm. And the victim here is a child, and the President of the United States chooses a political issue over a child as he does every single day of his life. His track record is that he supports pedophiles as the person that you're running against does. And I want to talk about Ilhan Omar later. I want to show you how we can dismantle her. We can fillet her like, like a fish. Because what she has done in that city with, her, with, with the radical sex acts that's happening in that city, this president condones 100%. Yeah, Royce. Well, I mean, you can't have human rights or civil rights without the sanctity of life. So regardless of what this particular story or situation is, it should have no bearing or impact on the way people view the decision about Roe v. Wade, even though that's how it's intended to be used. Um, 63 million babies were aborted since since 1973, um, and and that's a genocide by any metric, and and no amount of of um, of, of sad and tragic stories as this may be is going to change my mind or should change Americans' mind about protecting the citizenship of Americans in the womb. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, especially when you consider that again, Ohio law doesn't. Ohio law would not have prevented this girl from seeking an abortion in Ohio. And uh, we still don't have any any sort of information on why they're saying that she wasn't able to get one, right? Because I mean, if a doctor, if she visited a doctor in Ohio who said, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this for you even though your life could be in danger, I feel like the public would want to hear about that, but we're not hearing anything about it. The story itself just stinks to our hell. Like yeah. when you start to pick everything up, and that's kind of what should I, I think happens when these public figures get to throwing these stories and they try to act as if you just got to take their word for it. Right. Like I said it, so it must be true. And this is one of the rare cases where people actually was like, "That's a fairly weird case altogether." Mm-hmm. As tragic as it might be we should probably look into it to vet the story. And then you see how it's even more uglier than what you ever could have uh, imagined, certainly um, in this case, no matter where we, if we find out if the abortion took place or wherever, that it starts to stink when you consider where they're at. It wasn't necessarily illegal, even if that was the case to even be had. So why on earth did they do all that in the first place? So it's all bizarre, and there's probably more stuff that we're going to uncover, and somebody's lying somewhere, and it's probably going to what Yaku was saying, that there's some com- some complicit folk that are involved in this, and unfortunately, that child has to be the victim of all of that. And this is why I particularly take issue with folks like Joe Biden uh, and those that use egregious cases like this mm-hmm. for the sake of, we know that that case right there, even if we assumed it to be true, represents a very statistically insignificant 
amount of the babies that are being yeah. sacrificed on, by, the abortion, to on the abortion on issue. The, on the abortion issue. But well, on the trafficking issue, oh, it's a very high well, propensity. Right, right, yes, right. but yeah, but I'm not talking about on the abortion issue. issue. that's what Joe Biden that's is what, using Obviously, that's what he's, right. that, they always do that. That's mm-hmm. the point. It's like, all right, well, I'm going to take the most tragic sob story right. that I could that's possibly right. find to then hide behind it, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to advocate for said policy, no matter how destructive that it actually is. And that is the fundamental issue and how ugly it says that he is. And though he, they're not the only people, when that road thing dropped, we all were probably having conversations mm-hmm. with people and they were, well, what about this? Well, exactly. what about this trash? Like, bro, that we, you know that that's, that's a statistically insignificant portion of it. We know that the vast, 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 vast majority of them are, let's say, elective. Mm-hmm. Why are you even trying to hide behind them when you know you just want to get it because you've made irrational decisions uh, or maybe people you know would make irrational decisions? That's what pisses me off about the whole situation because you're using a child yes who has been victimized that's right to advocate for something that go exactly mm-hmm. as a scapegoat perfectly it's sick. put it's sick. and it blew up in their face it did it blew up because yeah it got face. ugly when they but looked Sarah, into you need to look at yeah. the whole story here's a guy why is he getting bail this guy should not get bail that's this right. guy should be under the prison not even in the prison this guy should not get bail mm-hmm. why is he getting bail the system that joe biden runs in this country does not protect children Nothing about what this administration does in the womb or remember now, Mm. Royce, if you cannot defend a baby in the womb, you're not going to defend a 10 year old that was right. That's right. Right. So and here's the proof is in the pudding. They do not care about life. They care about their agenda. Eric is 100 percent right. They will take the most egregious case. Now, this child is going to be seen by CPS is going to be seen by HHS. Mm -hmm. This child is going through a sex eval. Show us the sex email. I want to see, was the child able to carry? Was mm. the child, because 10-year-olds, that is minute yeah. number of society where at 10 years old you can fall pregnant. But even if so, the child is the one losing here and children lose under the Biden administration day in and day yeah. out. And I do hope, I know we got to go to break, but um, I do hope that we do get to the bottom of this because I would just like to point out, I believe Columbus is a sanctuary city for illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. So... Could that possibly be why Columbus police didn't act on any of this and it took them so long to make the arrest after they found out who the person was? I don't know, but it feels like something we should probably get to the bottom of. Uh, All right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, ExpressVPN. So I don't know if you guys realize this, but Netflix actually hides thousands of shows and movies from you based on your location. And then they increase the prices on you, of course, as they're showing you less and less content. Uh, You know, they're constantly raising their prices. Now, you could just cancel your subscription and protest, which honestly, I probably would because Netflix is, uh, you know, they're putting out a bunch of LGBTQIA plus apostrophe S content anyway. But um, if you're watching it or other streaming services, you got to make sure you're getting your full money's worth by using ExpressVPN. Uh, So... They go by what your uh, your IP address is, what your what your where you where you are, what country you're in. Using ExpressVPN, you can actually control which country uh, you choose to pretend to be in, I guess. So ExpressVPN has over 90 countries to choose from. Every time you run out of stuff to watch, you can switch to another country to unlock new shows. And, uh, you know, you can use this on all the streaming services. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash why. Don't forget to use my link so you can get three extra months of ExpressVPN for free. That is expressvpn, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash why. Thank you. 
The hearings with the House Oversight Committee uh, over in Congress on Roe v. Wade being overturned continue. Yesterday, the president of the National Women's Law Center, this is Fatima Goss Graves, uh, refused to define the word woman at this hearing. Let's watch some of that exchange. Since you are the president of the National Women's Law Center, I was hoping that you could define what a woman is for us in this committee hearing. Well, as the president of the National Women's Law Center, you can imagine I say woman a lot uh, in my day job. Okay, uh, so I'm just asking I, for the de definition. And, I'm, so, and, okay. and so what I'll tell you is I am a woman. That's how I identify. No. Okay. But I wonder, however, if in part the reason that you're asking a question is that you're trying to suggest that people who I am don't simply asking the question, and I simply want an answer. It. I, and so I, I think it's actually really important to be very clear here okay. yes, that please. there are people please. who identify as non-binary. I think okay. about All 5 right. percent we're, of young we're people. We're not going to go there. I was hoping maybe you would. I was hoping that you, maybe you would say something that maybe we learned in um, high school biology that no. has to do with X mm -hmm. and Y chromosomes, but uh, which define male and female. But I guess we're not mm. going to get there. The product, of course, of uh, the public higher education system, which I don't know why anyone is spending any amount of money sending their children to. I want to play for you one more uh, at the same hearing. This is Sarah Lopez, who is uh, I don't even know why she's there. Honestly, she's a storyteller from We Testify, an organization that is dedicated to the leadership and representation of people who have abortions. And she in just I mean, this is like. I swear I watched this clip and I was like, Satan is literally laughing at how he has been able to take control of all of these women and weaponize them. Uh, th she says her abortion was actually an act of self-love because everyone is a narcissist, apparently, in this generation. Watch. What these restrictions are intended to do is try and make people, try and stop people from having abortions, but abortion is healthcare. Um, my abortion was the best decision I ever made. It was an act of self-love, and I'm here today to make sure that everybody who currently needs an abortion, who has had an abortion or will need an abortion, is not alone, no matter what the state tries to force upon us. An act of self-love. Yep. An and act of self-love. You know, at least she did something that the previous woman wouldn't do. Just, just nail. Stop making a jello. Say to the, the quiet parts out just, loud. Just say the quiet parts yeah. out loud. Just tell us that you killed a human being because you love yourself more. Mm -hmm. You love your convenience and yourself more than the child. But yet you wanted to lay, spread your legs and get pregnant. Mm -hmm. You could have stopped it, right? Well, she had to sacrifice her uh, child yeah. to... No, but she, she had to sacrifice her child for herself. So it's literally child sacrifice mm -hmm. for self-love. The previous woman didn't have the chutzpah to at least define what she believes a woman as. It's, well, well, it's, look, it's here. <laughs> look, it's over here. No. So just that, so now we can say, there you have it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. She's more important than the baby. Mm -hmm. Her convenience, her lifestyle, so she sacrificed her own offspring yeah. for herself. There you have it. Self-love, that's an act of self-love, Royce. So society going back to earth worshiping and child sacrifice. Yeah. That's right. That's, that's where we are. It really um, is. Yeah, I, I don't, I, the, when I was growing up, I guess I really didn't, I mean, growing up, I'm 30 years old now, but... Um, in my 20s, I was heavily involved in the mental health political conversations, and I never really played a, a, a lot of real close attention to the abortion issue as a political issue. Um, but as it's picked up over the last four or five years and I've become more involved in politics specifically, I don't understand the argument. 
I just really don't get the argument. Um, other than, like you said, they're basically saying, uh, me, I'm important. The yeah. kid's not. In fact, the kid's not even a kid. Even if the kid happens to be a woman, it's women's rights. But if this kid is a woman, they're not assigned a gender until after they're born. It's all very weird and, and satanic. It really is because, is I mean, satanic. if you think about it, too, they're basically saying, I should only value this life if it's convenient for me. Mm -hmm. And even if it's convenient for me, if the child at all will have any trials or tribulations or any, you know, like they, we might be poor, uh, they just shouldn't have a life at all. We should just kill them instead. And that's because they believe that the only way to measure reality is suffering. Mm. And that's that's uh, your uh, Noah Yuval Harari school of thought, yeah. is, is that it all boils down to suffering. And if, if any suffering, if I have to encounter any suffering in my life, then uh, it's, it's, un, it's unconscionable. And, and it gives me the right to do anything to avoid the suffering. That's pretty much the Democrat or the leftist, progressivist, communist platform is whatever I can do to avoid suffering is justified. Yeah, that's a great point, Eric. Yeah, saying the quiet parts out loud is certainly what she did, but imagine being that miserable to where you get to say, or you believe, that I'm gonna take a word for it since she said the quiet part out loud, that, that she said, that's what, that's what I took an issue with, that it was the best thing that ever happened to her. Yeah. So imagine that. Like, imagine how miserable That's you sad. have to be. That is yeah, sad. that is. Well, pathetic. I mean, she was not. She. That's it's pathetic. not like she was twenty. Like, right. she seemed to be. I don't know. At least in her thirties, I right. would think. But lived enough life that you could think of at least one something other thing else. that would have been the best decision that you ever something made. Something else, the best decision. And this is like, dude. It doesn't matter where you're at on the abortion issue. It's like, at least you think if you had any sort of conscious or you weren't a damn demon that that is not a preferable situation to right. be in yeah. like for anybody to go do that doesn't matter what where they're at on the issue like if it's an act of desperation it would be exactly that not some something you'd be like man I, I i hate that i had to do it or whatever if that was your opinion of it even though it is child sacrifice but this person is presenting it as if well it's health care so it is elective therefore it's not it's like whatever the hell i want to do i get to do it you know what i mean and who's gonna stop me and she's basically you know throwing that around like it's nothing and that's what sucks about it all when you Look at what this is about. It's hedonism. It's it's not yes. it has nothing to do with health care or protecting anything. It's more of these people are hedonists or libertines, not libertarian, libertine. Yeah. More so where they put their own pleasures over yeah. everything else. And anything that gets in the way of that is an issue, which is why it's often the same people that want to push off. Let's say like you got universal health care and all these other concepts where they want to push that cost or of anything. They want to be subsidized for their own failures. They want to be subsidized for their own mistakes. And they want somebody else to have to pay for those, though they want the freedom to do anything but it no is that they certainly want, but want to be also free from the consequences. And when they say stuff like that, that's that shows you that's exactly what this Eric, is. That statement is why I make the argument that atheism is the fastest growing religion. It is a religion because it's a self deification mm -hmm. of being God. Which is why in that community, there's no standard. It's not like, well, we can do this under these parameters. No, you alone choose who lives and who dies, which mm. means you now play God. So let's just call it what it is. It is they choose Satan. They choose darkness. They worship they worship the prince of darkness versus the prince of light because they want to be deified themselves and they get to choose. If it's convenient, I choose. You choose at 28 weeks, you choose at 14 weeks. Mm -hmm. California, you choose 28 days after birth. <laughs> You're God. Mm -hmm. All of us, and that's what it is. We are Sodom and Gomorrah 
today. It's by the grace of God that we haven't had some other meteor strike this earth <laughs> and, you know, yeah. that we're still here yeah. because of crazy people like this. Um, all right, we've got to uh, we've got to take another quick break, but I want to thank our sponsor of this segment, Sweatblock, which I feel like Royce could have used when he, you know, former NBA player, probably get pretty sweaty there down on the court. Um, I talked to my, my audience about Sweatblock and I'm like, no, look, it's weird to talk about. Nobody likes to talk about being sweaty. Okay, you don't want to talk about like when you got the, the pit stains and it's all wet underneath your arms and it's embarrassing and nobody wants to talk about it and that's fine. We don't need to talk about it. I'm just going to tell you to get sweat block instead. Okay, so sweat block is doctor created, doctor recommended. They have the traditional deodorant, but they also have these antiperspirant wipes that work for up to seven days per use. You're going to get a dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block does not keep you dry, you will get your money back. Um, my husband uses sweat block and I, if you guys realize where our studio is, we're in Texas. It is in the middle of summer. He's using those wipes and they are working and it's 10 million degrees in Texas. So I'm just saying if you're tired of the embarrassing sweat rings, you've got to try Sweatblock. You can try it risk-free today. Save 20% with promo code NEWS at sweatblock.com. That is promo code NEWS at sweatblock.com. Of course, the uh, infamous January 6th hearings are still going on. I know none of you are actually watching, nor do you care, but just so you know, they are still going on. But I do think you might care about this, uh, as conservatives have said for a very long time now, that, um, hey, when you look at all of the footage that we have from January 6th, you might notice that Capitol Police actually, like, opened the doors for these people who are now being thrown into solitary confinement seemingly forever. Maybe we should look into that. Uh, well, AOC actually let it slip last night. I'll tell you probably why she was so incensed and did let it slip later on in the show, but she let it slip last night that police actually did open the doors for protesters on January 6th. Let's watch that. If these insurrectionists like Antifa and that there were actual officers working with this and we never got to the bottom of that and we never got any answers about that guys. and then to this day we're just supposed to pretend that that <laughs> never happened I have no idea what happened to the people on the inside who were very clearly sympathetic with what was going on and opening the doors wide open for that and we're I'm supposed to sit here and pretend like none of that ever happened and then right afterwards you have a massive you know you just have this idea that throwing money at that problem is going to make it go away. Well, I hope then that AOC will support uh, the House Republicans who are demanding that the Department of Justice release body and surveillance camera footage, as well as any other footage in connection with January 6th, uh, because they have been asking. They're now they're re-upping their inquiry because they have not gotten a response from Attorney General Merrick Garland to release the information. Uh, and obviously they have Growing concern, what would be the problem if everything is as they say it is? Why shouldn't we see the body cam footage from the police officers on the ground? It's almost as if all of these hearings are a sham and there isn't actually uh, the narrative that they want to push. So they refuse to uh, to show you the over 14,000 hours of surveillance footage that's not been made public. 
That probably has a lot to do with it. No, it was a sham long ago, but it was their way to kind of cling on to that, and mm-hmm. they use it for political reasons. Everybody's running on this. and, and Well, listen, them. there's inflation, and there's yeah. high gas prices so and they, everything, but it's, let's it's, talk about it's January It's basically 6th. yelling squirrel yeah. um, is effectively what it is, and they expect everybody to look, but a lot of people, even the folks that are generally on their side, don't even seem to care about this as much. Look, we knew it was a sham, though, her, however early on, which is, I guess, what makes this despicable when we knew right off the gate they lied about Brian Sicknick being beat over the head with a, a fire extinguisher that never happened and then we knew that pretty early on yet a lot of uh, outlets media outlets continue to run with that story about people dying at uh, January 6th when yeah someone died but it was because they were shot by the uh, campus right. police that's, right. that's, that's what ended up happen, happening there so they're trying to dramatize this and make it oddly something that it never actually was because to them it, it demonizes their political enemies but right now they're they're in shambles more so because they don't have really that that hot ticket hot button issue that they can kind of just go to to try to rally their troops definitely as they go into uh, midterms and all of that so this is really all they got this is the best they could do they're losing basically everywhere else uh we see what's happening with the with the economy right now we see this new inflation rate which again that's even a lie talking what is it they said it's 9.1 was the official uh yeah. i don't know where yeah. they get that yeah, before because like, it's way, way worse. higher than it's that. way worse than that <laughs> but the american people are obviously seeing that and because they don't got anything else to say okay let's put this in front of the folks you they were surprised that even with the road thing like people kind of moved on from that it was like oh we we were out of the troop, and then people said, oh, okay, I guess this is just what it is. And then they mm-hmm. kind of moved on. They don't have that. So they're still latching on to January 6th. Yeah, Royce. I'm a little bit further right than most people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. At this table, you'd have to be a real I'm the anarchist. I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm pretty far right. And, and to me, you know, I just reject the entire narrative of the January 6th proceedings yep. in, in, its, in, its, in its premise. Yeah. And... The, the, the premise that that this federal government, this very grandiose, corrupt federal government wants to send to American citizens is that under no circumstances should we have to fear the people. Mm-hmm. And, and that's illegitimate by America's uh, founding values and, and ideas and constitution uh, from the outset. And, and that is the message they're sending that. And, and I, I just keep waiting for somebody to ask anybody from this committee or any politician that's sitting in office right now across the across the aisle uh, what set of circumstances do you see or could you um, conceptualize that would warrant a hostile revolt mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. the federal government yeah. mm-hmm. and I would I would venture to guess that all of them yes. most of them 99 percent of them even on the Republican side yep. would say there's no set of circumstances right. mm-hmm. where revolt would be warranted and that is that is the single greatest sign that this government has lost its way from America's foundational values and its tyrannical in spirit this is why I called it a, before you go this is why yeah, I called sure. it a cathedral for, yeah. for as long as yeah. I called it when yeah. I came here when we had all of that it's like they want to protect that they're telling you definitely during that same period of time where they was well just between that last year people were going down burning down businesses and doing all of that stuff and that was perfectly fine but oh someone go take it today today doorstep and it's like wait a minute now y'all can't do that mm-hmm. we'll sit and sit by how we'll actually uh uh rile, rile them up you had all these politicians that said well this is just how it happens because of my racism it's okay that your business get destroyed that your life savings gets taken from you that's perfectly fine but wait a minute you can't come at us with that it's all about protection of that of that little cathedral so. see this is a bottom line issue why i call i love royce why i call my show the bottom line here's the real issue there's actually no difference in most 
American politicians today and the woman who said I had an abortion because of convenience, right? Mm. Because it was my self-love. You can't touch them as soon as their job as an elected official for the people by the people is in jeopardy. They're going to revolt. And so there's no circumstance. Well, let's look at Sri Lanka all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Where the people go, you're not representing us. Mm -hmm. We're taking it back. Yep. You have a president resigning because of force. Because the people are the power. And the NRA says this, 400 million guns in America. If the real good people were really a problem, trust me, Washington, you right. would know it. Right. Okay? If we right. want to take this thing back, we take it back in a minute. Yeah. Okay? Right. In a minute. You wouldn't even, you blink and it's done. There's a hundred of you in the Senate. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, they would I mean, have made sure to bring you know, plenty no, of It weaponry. wouldn't happen this way. Yeah. But to Royce's point, they don't think that the American, and both sides of the aisle, they don't think that we are supposed to have a voice. Yeah. They don't think that there should be term limits, that they should be held accountable, yeah. that they should account for their constituents, mm -hmm. that they owe their voters what they promised. They do not. And this is why you're seeing an uprising of a new kind of elected official. I don't want to call Royce a politician, an elected official that's rising up to say, no, for the people, by the people, we must represent the voice of the American citizen. I was going to say, I would imagine that's why you're well, running. To, to your point, I was on the other side of the line, and I took a lot of grief coming into the American populist. I consider myself an American first Christian sovereignist, but coming into the populist movement and, and my mentor and friend, Bannon, Steve Bannon brought me into the movement. I took a lot of heat for leading George Floyd protests. People go, well, how mm. could you march with those BLM people? Well, I didn't march with them, they marched with me. <laughs> I went out into the community and led what is the revolution. Whether people like it or not, there's a revolution underway. The question is, what ideas will prevail with the winners of that revolution? Mm -hmm. And what I didn't want to allow happen in my community personally was George Floyd's death or the circumstance around it to be used for this new world order liberal agenda. Mm -hmm. And so I marched 16,000 people who were maybe flying a BLM flag. Maybe they believe that they're Antifa, Marxist. I don't know what they believe, but I marched them to the Federal Reserve and I said, mm -hmm. here is the, 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 the center of economic tyranny and injustice. And they looked at me like I had three eyes. <laughs> and I said the word sovereignty, and they're like, this guy's not with us, but it doesn't matter. What we've done is we abnegated our, our duty as citizens mm -hmm. to a super state. That's right. Yeah. And in doing that, we've allowed the Antifas and BLMs and whatever other yeah. extreme radical groups to rise up and be misled. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. um, all right. We've got to uh, we got to take another quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, uh, Bio Optimizers. So one of the best things you can do to improve your health is, you know, you got to get seven hours maybe of quality sleep every night. And trust me, I know personally that's really hard. Uh, you got a ton of things going on. Everyone does. You can't get comfortable, maybe. But it's really important because. Your body heals itself when you sleep, and if you're not getting enough quality sleep, you are increasing your risk of disease and making it much harder to maintain or lose weight. You gotta, uh, you gotta figure out an easy way to get more quality sleep every night. Well, I have a solution for you. It is uh, make sure you're getting enough magnesium. About 75% of people don't have enough of it, which explains why a lot of us have a lot of sleep problems. That is why I recommend Magnesium Breakthrough by Bio-Optimizers. You take two capsules before you go to bed and uh, you really will get an amazing night of sleep. You gotta go for an exclusive, officer, uh, an exclusive offer. I can't speak. For my listeners and viewers, you can go to magbreakthrough.com slash news. You can save up to 42%. Get that good night's sleep. It will change everything about your life over at magbreakthrough.com slash news.
I'm sure you guys recall, if you watched this program in February, New York Democrat Governor Kathy Hochul enacted a new order that would allow health officials to enforce isolation and quarantine wherever they deemed it necessary. Well, at the end of last week, a New York Supreme Court judge struck down the rule after finding it to be in violation of state law. Um, I want to read for you the actual rule as it is read in the isolation and quarantine procedures. It says, whenever appropriate to control the spread of a highly contagious communicable disease, the state commissioner of health may issue and or may direct the local health authority to issue isolation and or quarantine orders consistent with due process of law. Of course, right? Because anytime you're putting someone in isolation forcibly or forcing them to quarantine, it's totally in due process of law uh, to all such persons as the state commissioner of health shall determine appropriate. And it also gave uh, health authorities the ability to monitor people to ensure compliance. Well, I don't know, because, you know, it's New York, so you never know which way this is going to swing. But uh, New York New York Supreme Court Justice Ronald Pletz argued the efficacy of isolating or quarantining infected individuals has been known to mankind since biblical times and probably before, but that they offered no scientific data uh, that uh, this was necessary or a necessary response to, to combat COVID-19. And I just, I'm a little bit... I don't know. Uh, I feel a little positive about this ruling in a place like New York, where they've been just so militant about, you know, uh, encroaching on people's constitutional rights. Well, I think that's, the, yeah, certainly that's the white pill of it all. But I don't like the response to where, like, they still kind of legitimize it. It's like, well, you didn't prove it well enough. It, yeah. it was less about, I don't know, you're just impeding on the liberty of other people, which that should have been it, as far as using the state to try to force people to do whatever it is they want to do in this quarantine. Well, he did method. say involuntary detention is a severe deprivation of individual liberty. Right, well, That's which, good. Right, which in itself is good, but like I said, that doesn't change when, okay, well, you, you I, I get to, if I present it or I have my experts present it as if you know, it's bad enough. Well, that then gets gets thrown out the window. Stop bringing me down. So I, no, no, it's not. I'm not, I'm not saying <laughs> it to bring you down. It's just more so the angle that I'm going at yeah. is the same angle that I took when all of this crap happened. Like, yeah. imagine how cocky these. I know. These, these status are where they feel like that they can even I know. they can even present something like that where they can say hey we're gonna shut y'all down matter of fact we're gonna pass this and when when it all hits the inevitably speaking because they're gonna try to do it again mm -hmm. they're going to attempt mm -hmm. to do this again mm -hmm. we're gonna do it and ain't nothing you can do about it that is a group of folk that just simply do not fear the people that they are ruling over yeah. and that is that's ugly. Yeah, that's Royce, ugly. did did all of this COVID nonsense, did any of that factor into your decision to run? 100%. Yeah, I mean, I was following the, the pandemic from when it first broke out in the earliest days when Steve and the War Room were covering it still in, in Wuhan. And, and when it finally made landfall in, in Minneapolis, it was a couple months before the George Floyd thing hit and the George Floyd thing hit. And I, the, the entire swirl of misinformation was was too much to bear. And and. Um, I took it personal, you know, and I think every American citizen should should take it personal. The interesting thing in that that story is is the language of of the law and uh, being uh, being justified to quarantine uh, highly contagious communicable diseases. I wonder are they going to quarantine homosexual men for HIV? <laughs> yeah, it's highly communicable. Yeah, it's 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 pretty damn contagious, man. It's, I mean, it's I wonder would the suggestion of it even be pretty violent. be valid? I mean, but no, but see, that would they would they would call you outrageous, homophobic. right? Homophobic, right. outrageous. How can you even? But it only through Anthony Fauci decimated 
millions of a- Africans through the drug AZT, which he pushed and killed. Through COVID, if you mentioned the name Anthony Fauci in Africa, they are PO'd because mm. some of their dads and some of their family members died by the hands of this guy in a drug called AZT. And my point in saying it was not to say that there should be quarantines right. for homosexuals. But you're making the point. And choose when it's right. the That's what, my, my point is that what what certain communities in this group, in this in this society right now don't see is how when conservatives or people who are really American citizens and fight for American citizens' rights say that quarantines are, are unconstitutional, it actually would end up protecting yeah. homosexual yeah. men exactly. and an expansion of that, Exa- of that uh, interpretation of law. But the very thing, Royce, that they always say they're fighting for, I go, you have that liberty, it's in the Constitution already. Mm. You've got freedom to live your life. You want to be a dolphin? Be a dolphin. That's right. But we can't all of a sudden start squealing like a dolphin. But go be a dolphin. For sure. Go marry marry a man if you want to marry a man or woman. But we can't change truth. We can't change culture and language and what's a woman because you want to express yourself as a furry. Yeah. You know, I mean, that that can happen. Well, and I mean, in in regards to this uh, particular ruling, it just always blows my mind that people would think that this wouldn't be misused. The 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 language is so vague. vague. Right. It's yeah. like it's whenever. Appro- right. Exactly. Whenever appropriate to control the spread of a highly contagious communicable disease. And, well, what and, is and highly court, contagious? And who, and who right. deems that? That's what well, I'm saying. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. What, I'm saying. what is yeah. highly contagious? Who is the one who is making that call? Also, we're talking about highly contagious. That a cold is highly contagious. Very. Who cares? But because that's you're the fine. Point, I know. That's why you know they're going to give it a point. shot and why it was so important but, that when this whole thing started to hit the fan, it was so important that people stopped it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care where you exactly. were at on this. You said, exactly. no, 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 no. Because exactly. you see, when you give them that inch and where they're going to go with mm-hmm. it, uh, they're like, oh, well, they let us get away with this. Well, they're probably going to let us get away with that, 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 and that, and then it just gets far worse. Which is why we told you in 2020 when all of this was going on, stop complying. You know? it's yes. If you give a mouse a cookie all over again, yeah. except on steroids. we got to take a break. We'll be back. Latinx. Oh. What? <laughs> Are we doing another That's Latinx? good. <laughs> That's the... I am... Offended. I don't know if you guys heard that, but uh, they just called me a Latin, a Latinx, Latinx. I don't know, but I'm offended. You know who else is offended? Who is also uh, Latina is AOC because our good buddy Alex Stein went and trolled her over in D.C. You got to watch this. AOC, my favorite big booty Latina. I love you, AOC. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. You look very sexy. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. I love it. My favorite AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. Look how sexy she looks in that dress. Woo, I love it, AOC. Hot, hot, hot like a tamale. Now, AOC, of course, is playing victim, even though she went and did the uh, the peace sign. But I would just like to point out, I think I'm the victim because I thought I was his favorite big booty Latina. <laughs> so I take issue with that, actually. Uh, he's in hot water coming back to the studio for two reasons. One, <laughs> he replaced you as his favorite big booty Latina. Yeah. And I've told that man 
Stop with this crush on AOC for crying out. You're crushing on the devil. I know. Stop with yeah. this nonsense, man. So I'm going to get on his case when he comes back. But Stein. it was like part crush and also part troll. Well, he really finds her 100% troll. He does, but it was a yeah. troll. It was he a did troll. Say, even though she kills babies, which I don't think she, she, she heard. She didn't hear that. She be, which hear is that. why, you yeah. know, and then she went on Twitter later and was like, oh, I'm, I thought about decking him, but instead, it's like, no, decking you just flashed him. the peace sign so she he could get a, a selfie buck because five you loved the attention mosquito. and now you want to play victim now that you see who he is and what he actually oh, does. Something else, man. Oh, man. He's, every time he tops himself on some goofy thing it is. You gotta love I him. Know. Going, man. I like, know. I know. Um, all right. We're, we're going to have to go in like 30 seconds. Eric, I, I want Royce, I want to get everyone to know where to follow you. But Eric, tell everyone where to find R- Ripperverse. Ripperverse.com. You can go ahead and get in on the pre-order campaign. Get Which is fit in. going amazingly yeah. well. We're really, really happy for you. Uh, Royce, tell everyone where they can find you. RoyceWhite.us. That's our campaign website. We got to get Ilan Omar out of there. Please go. RoyceWhite.us. Make sure you're subscribed also to our good friend Yakubuyans, The Bottom Line. Thank you guys for being here. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.